With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. What's going on, fellow investors? As we head into Thanksgiving season, we have a lot to be thankful for, whether that's our health, our wealth, our relationships with family and friends. But I'm sure a lot of us are grateful for our dividend stocks. Dividend stocks, whether we are in a great mood or a bad mood, will always be there for us. In today's video, I'll share exactly how much I made in the past month in dividends with each of the company's payouts being shared. I'll also share which companies gave us a pay increase in dividend raises and talk about a dividend king that just had some literally breaking news that will forever change the company. All that and more is coming up, just make sure you've hit that like button while it still exists before YouTube claims that showing support also hurts a creator's feelings and are subscribed because I make these monthly update videos every single month. So the big news that was announced was that Johnson & Johnson is going to be split up into two separate companies. Johnson & Johnson of course has paid increasing dividends for nearly 60 years and is a fan favorite in this community. Essentially, their Tylenol, Band-Aid, Listerine, and other consumer health products, they're going to break off from their pharmaceutical and medical device unit segments, which will retain the Johnson & Johnson name. My guess is the one that keeps the J&J &J brand will also keep the dividend streak, though usually in spin-offs, both companies get to keep that streak. Such as when Abby and Abbott Labs split up, they both got to keep their dividend streak alive. I think some good names for the new companies would be Big Johnson and Little Johnson. Blue chip company spinning off segments into different companies is nothing new by the way. We just had one with Merck, Pfizer did this, AT&T is gonna do it, and General Electric all announced similar strategies. The motive for doing so is almost always the same. In companies, you have the fast growth, higher margin businesses, and then you have the slower growth, lower margin businesses. Consumer health is about $15 billion in revenues. Johnson & Johnson as a whole made about $80 billion in fiscal year 21. Now the split off won't happen right away, it will only happen in another 18 to 24 months. And probably what you're most concerned about is that dividend, and the good news is, as they stated in their press release, it will at minimum remain the same. So I wouldn't worry too much about this news, I'm sure the always ethical folks at Johnson & Johnson always have our best interests at heart. Alright, let's move on to some exciting news, and that is all the companies that gave us a pay raise in the past month. So we have Honeywell here announcing that they will boost their quarterly dividends by 5.4%. It sure is an amazing feeling to know that you are getting paid even more money to do absolutely nothing. We also had the transaction processing giant Visa give us a giant 17% pay increase. Even with the recent slump in share price that Visa has had, which I personally think is way overblown, Visa still has less than a 1% dividend yield. So it's going to take years before that yield on cost really starts to show. One stock with a really high starting yield is ExxonMobil, ticker symbol XOM. With over a 5.5% starting yield, 
after they raised their dividend a whole penny for the first time in nearly two years by doing some really clever dividend tricks to keep their dividend aristocrat streak alive. I think we all hope that dividend raises by dividend aristocrats are more like Abby's, who already had a super high dividend yield to start with, well over 4%. They gave us a nearly 9% dividend raise. Way to go, Abby. I didn't make much in options income this past month, so let's just get straight into why you actually clicked this video, and that's to see all of my October dividends. And to start off with, the first dividend that we received for the month of October was not Coca-Cola, but it was actually Jeppy at $2.06. So I actually just missed the ex-dividend date for Jeppy, but this particular month I got paid $2.06 from them. I've been buying a lot of Jeppy almost on a weekly basis, so this number will be a lot bigger for the month of November. In case you're wondering, this $8.58 from Coca-Cola was actually a September dividend. Alright, moving on here, we have Chubb, the insurance company that paid me $2.40. Chubb has had a really nice run up here recently. After Chubb, we have $19.88 from Medical Properties Trust. This is a great healthcare real estate investment trust, offers a super high starting dividend yield, and really has been just a stable company in my portfolio these past couple of years. After MPW, we have $6.30 from another healthcare company and Medtronic. They make a lot of healthcare equipment and devices. They paid me $6.30. So after Medtronic, we have MGM Growth Properties paying me $5.20. I actually bought more of this company just today, so I'm really excited for that merger that they're gonna be having with Vici. Should happen sometime early next year. That should give them basically control of almost that entire Las Vegas strip. And we all know Las Vegas isn't going anywhere anytime soon. It should just continue to be a cash cow, especially because they have so many leases just under contract. That's almost guaranteed income from them. So after MGP, we have oh, realty income, not reality. They pay me every single month just for holding them. And I got paid $5.80 this particular month. And that number will just continue to go up as I continue to reinvest back into O every single month. So $5.80 there. We have another REIT here in store at $12.71. Great to see all these double digits in dividends. And after store, I have New C. Now this is a income ETF. They pay me $18.07. Always nice to have these solid dividend payments from these income ETFs. And that includes another income ETF here in QILD. They pay me $19.66. So I own both 100 shares of New C and QILD. And I'm getting close to my goal of owning around 25 shares of Jeppy. And then after that, I might move my target onto another income ETF. So if you have an income ETF that you think I should invest in, leave it in the comments below. Oh, and I might just start investing in it. So after these income ETFs, we actually have another ETF, but this one is more growth focused, and that is the triple Qs. This has actually been probably the stock or ETF that I've been buying the most out of in 2021. The triple Qs are among my top three largest positions. And now they're more focused on growth stocks and a lot of those stocks pay very little in dividends if they pay a dividend at all. But I own nearly 20 shares and I got paid $6.62 for them this quarter. So after the triple Qs, we have NRZ. So if you ever wondered what people invested in before income ETFs that were popular on YouTube, that would be NRZ. Still paying dividends all these years later. Got $3 from them. 
and then we have the old reliable and spy they paid me six dollars and 36 cents this is about as safe as you can get just owning the s p 500 and getting paid dividends every quarter just simply for holding so altogether in October 2021, I had 12 different companies slash ETFs pay me for a grand total of $108.06. That represents a 61% increase from October of 2020 when I only made $67. And in October of 2019, I made just $16. Now I have some ETFs that now pay me more than that just themselves every single month. I just hope that really shows the progression of dividend investing and that it really can compound over time really quickly. Now for the last quarter, that that's the last three months trailing, I'm now up to $422 and my monthly average is now up to $140.77. Now I still probably make more money going to the bathroom at work or going to the bathroom while working from home these days, but that could be enough to pay a bill or two if I wasn't reinvesting dividends. I was a little discouraged that this particular tranche was only $4 more than the last time that this tranche came about. But really, I've just been focusing on buying more growth stocks as well as dividend stocks and other tranches. It just motivates me to continue buying great companies and working harder. Now, if you've enjoyed this video, you are in luck because I make these monthly updates every single month. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you wanna hurt my feelings, make sure you hit that like button. According to YouTube, that will make me sad. It will surely make me cry. Now I'd love to hear how your dividend investing journey is going in the comments below. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name. And I will buy stash collect cash see you later.